welcome back to our second part of anime finales because the first one was so goddamn long and unless it's a one piece arc i'm not going to edit like a one hour episode so we split it into two and this is the second half of that episode and we're going to draw separate state and religion we are no longer in anime church i'm annie just a reminder and i'm minty so let's get back to business all right fullman alchemist let's talk about fullman alchemist here fullman alchemist is the one ending that's better than assassination classroom fullman alchemist is just a perfect series like if we ever do review on fullman alchemist it's like 100% all praises all perfection all flawlessness i can't see anything wrong with that series i think roy was raised by a pimp that's the one flaw i saw <laughs> we didn't talk about that enough i know i want to see more christmas but i guess we'll specifically talk about brotherhood slash the manga uh the original fma 2003 <laughs> anime ending uh, I'll give that three. No, no, no. I want you to talk about how Edward got transported to a modern time London. Or ye old London. Yeah, and Envy being like his half-brother and Dante and Hohenheim were like constantly being reborn. I was like... Hohenheim was a weak-ass character in 03. Yeah. So I was like, what? I guess the series... The manga didn't end yet, so they didn't know what to do. So they just made their own ending, which is fine. As long as you reanimate like Brotherhood. Then we go on to Inuyasha. I give Inuyasha a five because... It's very cute that Togomi and Inuyasha ended up together. And to me, I just love the ending that they wished for the Shikon Jewel to disappear. Because it's like, I think yeah, the show doesn't preach it, but I guess we were all expecting for like Inuyasha to either become full human or full demon. Because that was kind of like the hint or like his original plan, but for them to wish for the Shikon Jewel, I was like, oh, it's kind of been hinting that because like the Shikon Jewel is like, it only perpetuates evil because it's mostly evil people looking for the Shikon Jewel. And anyone who is good and pure ended up having horrible fate. That's why I just think Inuyasha is like a 5 as an ending. Yeah, yeah, I'll give Inuyasha a pass. You want to just bunch Yashihime in here at the end? Well, Yashihime gets like a 1. Yeah, that's a fail. That's a hard fail. I mean, the, all of Yashihime was shitty, but apparently there's a lot of behind the scenes of why it was really bad, which you could kind of tell. I mean, what, I'll touch on it real fast, is that 100% they got a new director for season 2, who just like, they tried to fix everything, and I think like, near the end, that's when they were told that they weren't getting a season season 3 so they had to like literally just make a new ending for season 2 like the ending completely came out of left field yeah which if you listen to our playlist we we knew it was obvious that like it just wasn't working and everyone knew it wasn't working okay we already kind of talked about Jojo's in its own ending its own episode but let's just go real quick Phantom Blood 4 um yeah I'll give it a pass it's a cinematic end of him holding Dio's head then they backtrack it in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> Battle Tennessee. Three. I gave it a fail. I don't like the Battle Tennessee ending. I don't like that it was a fake out there. You either kill someone or you don't. Alright, Stardust Crusaders. Five. Yeah, give it a pass. It was a good end. I love Kyakuin, but his death made it more meaningful. And I think, you know, everyone knows the Jojo will fight against Dio. Or you, what? You're coming closer to me? I gotta get closer to hit you. <laughs> I think it was cool that Johto had time-stopping powers. Yeah, yeah. Diamond is unbreakable. I got- I, I love Fight for it. That's a fail. I'll give it like a 3.5? Like, I'm not super indifferent. Like, I love the whole series. And Yoshikage Kira is like one of the best villains ever. But that ending was wacky, yo. The weird fight between Josuke and Kira only for it to end with basically Kira getting defeated by Johto and getting his head run over by an ambulance. Like, what the fuck? Like, they could have just ended with the whole Josuke versus Kira. Also, I did not, I, you know, controversial. I don't like another one bites the dust. Oh, the whole time loop yeah. thing? Yeah. I don't know if anyone does. Wait, you say it's controversial? So oh, people do 
lot of people like another one bites the dust. They think it's nope. super clever. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> a lot of things with time travel is not written well. I mean, I think Dragon Ball Z did time travel well. Tokyo Revenger does it pretty good. It's just a little nitpicky, but whatever. Moving on. Golden Wind. Fail. One, one. He got really OP at the end, y'all. I will debate forever that Golden Wind is the worst ending of all the JoJo's. How dare you when JoJo Leon standing we right there? We had this episode already. Moving on to Stolen Ocean. I give it a fail. That's a two. Yeah. I didn't really get it. And for them to make a whole new universe and then Jolene dies and then Poyo had to take over the reign was stupid. The only JoJo who was not able to complete her part. <laughs> Steel Ball Run. I'll give it a four. I'm gonna give it a pass. I'll be grudgingly give it a pass. I didn't. I don't I don't like Funny Valentine. Yeah, I don't like Funny Valentine. And I don't like that the very last battle was between Johnny and Diego. I mean, I get that there's parallelism, but Diego plays such a small role. And then JoJo Leon. I mean, it's still one. That's a hard fail. My boy, Joven. Got written so badly just so Ted Cruz over there could come in as the main bad guy. Yeah, wait, was Joven a good guy or a bad guy? He was a... I mean, I wouldn't... I call him a minor inconvenience. <laughs> you saw his stand power, right? No, yeah, but he played a lot of major roles. He basically just invited more bad guys and then he got killed by an Elso can. Yeah. I mean, he had two children, so his lineage moves on. Unlike Hot Pants, who got killed by a spider. Really? Hot Pants was weird because, like, I believe they approached a cup with a spider in it and it activated Funny Valentine's stand. So then Hot Pants just, like, died there. And hmm. I was like, oh, well, unceremonious. Anyways, outside of JoJo, we have Kroko's Basketball. I give it a four. I'll give it a pass. I mean, it's a sports anime, right? It's not as good as Haikyuu, but it did what the job. See, it's really hard when it's a sports slash shoujo slash not shonen because, like, I'm looking for the character growth. I'm looking for, like, the story likes. And Kuroko kind of stayed the same. Like, albeit he learned some tricks here and there, but, you know. How dare you? But, I mean, they won the tournament, and that's great. And they had power-ups, and that was good. But there was no, like, well, what happens to them after this? I mean, you had the last game, but even, like, in the last game, I'm like, it's, like, a year later. They're still in high school. I have no idea if they become, like, professional basketball players, which I thought was what the last game was about, but it wasn't. It was all of them defending their boyfriends. I basically... <laughs> Then we go on to Naruto. I don't know if it's nostalgia. I'm not going to debate this with Annie. It's a five. No questions asked. Moving on, because I've so many times we fought about this. Ruined relationship more than Mario Party ever has. It actually really has, so. Okay, Neon Genesis. Are we counting the anime or the movie ending? I don't know the movie end. Oh, wait. The movie ending. The, the orange seat. The orange juice, yeah. The, orange. the anime ended with the whole congratulation of, oh, if I hate myself, I can't expect other people to love me, but I have to accept the fact that people do love me so that means um, you know I can be loved yada yada and in the movie that's kind of when Asuka got her eye stabbed by the lance and then everyone in the world turned to orange juice and Shinji tried to choke Asuka I mean like I said it's based on what's presented right so it's gonna be the movie ending which is supposedly the true ending right yeah that's the ending they would have done if they didn't run out of money I don't even know if I can give Neon Genesis an ending that show is so cerebral I, I just don't know I give it a fail because like no matter what your audience is the general audience, not people who's watching this 10 million times. So if I didn't get the whole metaphor, and I, I'm gonna give it a fail. Neon Genesis, man, it's a series of the future. It is so beyond its time. You have to watch it like several times to get it. And I'm just like, that's not for me then. It does get better every time you watch it though. It does. Then The Promised Neverland, which is another one me and Annie, I think, disagree on. I give The Promised Neverland a hard fail. The ending, I mean, you go tell your grand analysis because when we first drafted out this episode you were like pop 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 
That's my ideas. <laughs> Don't you can't say that and sell it to your own. Uh, so I'm I'm conflicted to giving like a three or a four. It's definitely not a five, but the reasoning being is that like like we've all seen season one and how fantastic it is and how like smart and it's like Emma, a little kid, has to go against an adult and use her brain and like team up with the other kids to escape from Mama and like the demons that's holding them. And you get to like the second season, which was more about them escaping from the demons and being in a world and survival. Golden Pond was not animated, but that probably would be one of the best anime arcs ever. That one was also very clever and basically how to survive like a death game. But then when you get to this last arc where like they have to fight the demon royalty and spoiler alert, they, she comes back with Norman. It basically goes from like a game of wits to a game of just brute strength and sacrifice kind of because of the whole, um, what do they call it? Like the seven dreams and where know. the daytime meets the nighttime. It was really nothing because... It was just all Bruce Strang. Nothing was smart about it anymore. They added new characters, but these characters played, like, no major role. Even bringing Norman back just didn't add anything. So I was like, okay, like, this series started great. I thought it was going to keep going like this, but it didn't. I wouldn't say it whiffed it, though. I, I would say it's hard whiffed it. Because, like, one, Emma and Ray, the two main characters, played a mostly unreactionary role. And they were gone most of the finale to make the new pack. And even that was boring. Oh my god, you in Twisted Wonderland. You're kids now. What the f*** are you doing? get back in the action. The Norman team taking charge and being the most one-dimensional characters I've ever seen was so bullshit. And like, we're all dying because we got experimented on. And then guess what? We're not gonna die anymore. We fixed that somehow. And the whole demon hierarchy is like, I don't care. I really don't care. And so at the very end, when like the one thing I do care about is like Emma, it's like, okay, I made a new pack, but I had to pay a price of never seeing you guys again because you are the most important things to me. We're just gonna find her in the back. She was in the North Pole with Santa Claus. So like every aspect of the final arc is uh, either we're going to focus on two characters that we just introduced and I don't care about and the old characters get shafted or, or more of a hindrance than helping. Oh yeah, I mean... I mean, I don't even... I don't care for the Isabella arc that happened at the end. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that was the only good thing about that last arc. Like, it was a nice twist that, you know, she still cared about the kids and that she like teamed up with all the other moms to defeat the demon. But like, did we need the other mom's help? Yes. Because in the end, they had it, because they had it against um the big bad antagonist. I forget what the family names are. Ah. The Reedus family? Ah. Oh, the humans that teamed up with the demon? Yeah, the Roddies? Yeah, I don't know. The Roddies, they should have been a little bit more important. And don't get me wrong, I like Isabella's death. It's just we didn't need... A lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was other moments we could have added other than Isabella's death. Like, we didn't have to kill her. And they kept foreshadowing something bad happened to Phil, and he just came out okay. Yeah, that was weird, right? It was weird. I like Phil. Okay. Then, on my one half... I mean, it's the best ending you can get out of a shoujo. I give it a pass. I give it a two. I don't like it. Well, you just don't like the couple. It's a mostly about the couple series. Is it not a rom-com? I mean, I guess, but I don't know if that's really like a fair evaluation of the finale. The whole series is basically about how Ranma and Akane gets together. Yes. And they get together. But they are like the worst couple ever. Because I don't think either of them likes each other. Like, they're always jealous when the other one hangs out with another person. But beyond that, they don't like each other. They've never been nice to each other. I love, love, love the Akane and Ryoga ship. Ryoga loves Akane. Akane is super nice to him. Why couldn't that have fucking been it? So that's, I think it's a one. Or did I say one? Two? You said two. Maybe a 1.5 then. Because I really hate the end of this series. The series itself is so 
itself is very good. I think it's very funny, and the more you watch it, the better it gets. I wish the hot spring kind of played a big role at the end, but it didn't. Right? Like, it's just a premise. Then Revolutionary Girl Utena. It's another 90s cerebral show, surprisingly. I mean, it's, it's about, like, coming of age and, like, the complexities of what it means to be going through puberty, and it's like, holy shit. Like, some of the shit they had in there was, like, really rough to watch. And I don't mean rough as in, like, bad, but, like, whoa. I don't know why you put this here. I don't know why you put this here. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch the end of Revolutionary Girl Utena? No, I only watched it as a child. I only got glimpses of the incest at the end. Did you not see the movie? No, I definitely did not see the movie. I know that the Utena disappears and an auntie goes on a mission to be like, I'm gonna get away from my incest brother and look for my lesbian lover. I basically, yeah. I don't know why Utena disappears. Again, very cerebral. It's another one I really can't grade on. Then we go to probably what I personally think is the worst anime ending ever, which is Seven Deadly Sins or Nanasuno Taizai's anime likes to call it. I guess a lot of people do, obviously. It's like a zero. If I could put it on a one to five scale, it's a zero. It doesn't make sense. I don't like it. Everything was just shoehorned in. Everything was written on a whim, clearly. It was not based on like a trajectory or like being up themes. It was just like whatever was cool. Oh, I just want to wrap this up real quick, but like I didn't need it to be wrapped up because the way you wrapped up makes no sense. I still can't believe they did not kill the supreme goddess because she's just as bad as the demon king in my opinion i mean okay in an analytical way of exploring why narasino taize another series i dedicate too much of my time in um reading so nakaba suzuki the author he wrote each chapter without planning for the next so each week you know just like okay how do i progress what would be cool and you could really tell at the end when he's tried to tie in all the strings that he didn't really plan anything well and he kept just trying to do things that thought the fans would like. Like, okay, I gotta get Bon a power-up. I don't think that many people are interested in Diane, so I will not develop Diane. People like Elizabeth, but I don't think anyone really cares about Elizabeth, so I'll focus on Meliodas. I'm gonna keep him in the limelight as much as I can. And, oh, everyone likes Mayo and Esterosa? Make them more important. And then, and so in the end, you just got a bunch of fanfare, but it didn't really make anyone happy, because the story suffered from all the characters just trying to play a role in the limelight. I mean, Nakabot said himself, one of his biggest problems of Seven Deadly Sins is that he introduced way too many characters and he kept having people ask, oh, what happened to this character? Just drop them. I don't know why that's a problem from him. And then he decided to make Four Nights of the Apocalypse where you don't get rid of any characters, you just keep adding. I mean, like, Naruto dropped the whole nine rookies. Fuck, just drop them. I don't give a sh- No one gives a shit. They don't play a role in the series, just fucking drop them. The biggest example of him caring more about the characters in the story is when he was like, Demon King has to come back to life because I have to finish the Zeldris and Gelda storyline that everyone cares about. It's like, hey Nakaba, guess what? You didn't have to do that. We would've just been happy if you just ended on the chapters you called epilogue 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Even then, it was pretty shitty of an ending. Even then, but... <laughs> you, mean, you know, it's still pretty shitty. It would've been a 1 or 2 if it ended there, but the whole specifically the Arthur one the chaos are like, is a 0. Makes no fucking sense. I don't give a shit about Arthur. Once he lost the Excalibur sword, I don't give a shit about him. And I'm sorry, Nakaba, I rather you not make Merlin a child then finish her storyline? <laughs> you fucking lonely. Yeah, quick shout out to Steingate. I, I will never do an episode about it, but when people say Steingate's the number one anime, I will fight them. That was a shit anime. Yeah, you almost 
was you've had this one as your least favorite anime for the longest time. For a very long time. I don't know why you wanted us to talk about the ending. I, I give it a three. I don't give a shit about it. Because basically the whole thing's about time traveling and having a harem and in the end it's like, okay, F everyone else in the harem. I only care about this one girl, but I am going to try really hard to keep Bucket Hat Girl alive. Hey Bucket Hat Girl, what was our relationship? Because I'm definitely gonna bang Redhead. <laughs> <laughs> like, they could have been siblings all I know. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, the anime that's really popular, like Sangate, Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Shampoo, I just wanted to do a shout out being like, I don't get you. Yeah, how come we didn't talk about Devil Man Crybaby? That is my least favorite I anime I never told you time. that was a good anime. I told you from the beginning, I only like the opening. I hate that anime. That anime, I don't, I can't speak about the original, obviously, because I don't know if that's like exactly how the new one was. I just feel like it was like a Neon Genesis ripoff and like, I didn't need anything from it. I told you, never watch Devil Man Crybaby and Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. I'm gonna watch that series one day. <laughs> I told you not to watch either of those two. <laughs> Anyways, wrapping it up, we have a couple more. Toriko. That series is very good in the beginning. It was almost like my second favorite series of all time because I love the world building, I love the animals, and I love the fights, and the characters were very cool, and the designs were nice, and the anime itself is very brightly colored, which not many animes are. I don't understand why they gave Toriko the anime budget um, and studio of Dragon Ball. Because Toriko's hugest inspiration is Dragon Ball. Um, who gave him the money? Hey, it's a good series. Uh, you know, especially to the point where they stopped animating. But shit, it just ended terribly. Look, y'all. It's a one. You get Toriko's time skip, it goes downhill fast. No, 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 not fast. There was a couple of arcs in the after time skip that are pretty good. Was there? Yes, because the first one, I think the first one is Air, the horse, or that's the second one. Because I remember reading that monkey one and being like, I don't want to be here anymore. No, I mean, there is a sudden drop. Okay. It's just not after the time skip. I want to make that clear. I mean, they kept focusing on those bird people. I was like, oh my god, why'd you make them all look the same? Why is the name so confusing? When they went to the fucking underwater sea, that's when the series took a big drop for me. I, yeah, they couldn't name the bird people after the main meal. Like, that just got confusing very fast and they never elaborated that they were named the same or why they were named the same. Or shits and or giggles. And then we'll end this off with like a classic anime that's all also 90s and cerebral Wolf's Rain. I've seen snippets of it as a kid or as an adult should not have seen it as a kid. That <laughs> show is holy fuck. It's, it's like you want to say everyone dies? Now everyone dies in that anime and each death is really gut-wrenching. Like holy shit. Although then it's like what happens? He finds the girl that smells like flowers and it's taken to like the modern world and they're all back alive living their own life. And it's like why? I watched okay I watched two animes because my lesbian friend liked it. I watched Terror Resonance that's the terrorist anime and Wolfwing. Terror Resonance? Yeah. Don't, I haven't heard this one. Don't worry about it. And uh, and I told my friend I went up to her and I was like I didn't get either endings. It takes an anime it's confusing as hell. And she's like oh well you know like I only like old animes where like you gotta think and watch the series like eight times to get the endings. Like that's why I like Magical Girl Madoka's ending. And I was like you think too much. Magical Madoka's pretty clear cut. She's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> So, Wolfwing, I don't really understand, but I will admit it's probably like Neon Genesis. You have to watch it multiple times. Sure, yeah. I mean, Wolfwing is definitely easier to comprehend. I just don't know why the ending was the ending it had. You know, like, I was following it up to a certain point, and then I was like, what? You know, another anime I really hate that a lot of people seem to like. Because a lot of people like Wolfwing, and that's like started the wolf, um, you know, subculture, I think. And... <laughs> In the anime world? Yeah. Um, Space Dandy did not care 
up with it. Oh, yeah. Space Anime, I feel like, was more like 50-50 people liked and hated it. I mean, I hated it. It's not far down as the top 10 worst anime. It's not the worst, because that's Devil Man Crybaby. That's an antique, man. I, I mean, as a series in oh, general. Gotcha, gotcha. Endings, yes, it's definitely Seven Deadly Sins. So, that's the end of our very long episode, because Annie really likes to shit on things. And with that, I'm gonna say bye.